welcome to our Futures Ancient Podcast. It is here, in this circle, that we gather together, sharing the stories of the wisdom keepers of this earth. We will hear indigenous leaders, spiritual teachers, progressive thinkers, activists and speakers, weaving a web of wisdom, transcending time and space. I created this podcast to help us remember our ancestral roots and discover what it means to embody our intuitive human nature, tapping into the infinite wisdom within our unique soul purpose. My name is Pia Zevelis. I am your host, and I am excited to show you our future is ancient. Hello, and welcome back to our Futures Ancient podcast. I'm so excited to have you back here and this episode is a really special one and really dear to my heart. In this episode, I speak to Salvador, who is my shaman and my teacher and friend from Ecuador about his spiritual sanctuary, Hayolima, and his work with plant medicine. I'm so excited for this episode that I recorded back in March when I visited my medicine family at Hayulima in Ecuador. In this episode, I speak with Salvador, who I first met back in 2019 when I was working in the plant medicine healing center in Ecuador, and he was our main shaman there. He now lives in the cloud forest in Mindo, Ecuador with his family, where they have created a spiritual sanctuary that is dedicated to ceremonial healing work with master plants and other traditional rituals of Indo-American and Andean culture. In this episode, Salvador talks about his path as a way of living and what it means to run a spiritual sanctuary that lifts ancient traditions. We talk about the work with plant medicine and why plant medicine is not a drug. Salvador also shares with us some insights into his personal path and the challenges he had to overcome along the way. I want to keep this intro really sweet and short and allow you to connect to Salvador's voice, to his words. Obviously, this is just a tiny little fraction into the wisdom that this man shares with everyone so graciously when, yeah, when you come to spend time with him and his family. So I'm extremely excited to get his voice into the world and I hope you enjoy our conversation and feel inspired to go and visit the family in Ecuador. Enjoy. Hello, Salvador. Thank you so much for taking the time to speak to me today. Um, it's an honor to get the chance to do an interview with you. And uh, maybe a quick introduction. I met Salvador in Ecuador, um, working at a retreat center where he was leading ceremonies. And now we're sitting here in the middle of the beautiful jungle in Mindo, in the cloud forest, at his own spiritual sanctuary. So, um, yeah, I've, I wanted to take the time and record a little interview with you because I feel like you have some beautiful messages to share. The first thing I wanted to ask you, the project is called uh, Our Future is Ancient. So if you hear that, is there any association that is coming to mind when you hear this concept that our future is ancient? Hello, Pia. Hello. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for also taking the time to come here and spend some time here with us and 
to experience with us uh, this uh, time with the medicine and the family. Well, yeah, I think uh, we came from uh, Lean, as you know, generation through generation. So I think uh, I feel that these uh, times we have to bring back to mind this uh, link that we have with our ancestors because it's not that we arrived to this earth and there uh, is nothing behind us. There's uh, that uh, lineage is like uh, foundations for us, you know. So I felt that uh, we are building or we have the chance to build over the foundations of that our ancestors built before us. So it's the continuity of what they have been uh, done before. So definitely our present, our future is sentient as well, you know. So uh, we recognize that we are the answer of the prayers of our ancestors. Uh, I'm pretty sure that our grandparents and great-grandparents, they were uh, thinking on their their grandchildren, great-grandchildren, you know, uh, uh, doing things in the way that we can receive them, just uh, like the taking care of seeds, uh, taking care of the elements, or even uh, taking care of lands uh, in the way that we can receive all this uh, inheritance, you know, so it's the same that we are doing, we are uh, continuing this lineage uh, uh, and we want the best for our uh, children, our grandchildrens. and this way we are uh, passing on uh, the legacy to them in the way that they can enjoy of a good life, you know, in relationship with everything, with nature and uh, with the land and uh, everything around you. So in some way making the or building the basis uh, the way that it can be easier for them and that they can have a, a good life. I'm just thinking what question to ask you first because I feel like of course you are tr related to ancestral traditions. Um, so maybe you can start just introducing yourself, who you are and how do you came where, where you are today, what you do today. <laughs> mm -hmm. Well, yeah, you mentioned my name is Salvador uh, Villalobos Cavazos is uh, the name that received from my parents and in some way as well from my great-grandparents, you know, uh, my great-grandfather, he was, his name was Salvador as well. So it's that, you know, we are representing our ancestors in this time. You know. So, well, I am originally from Mexico, Guadalajara, Mexico. My steps has been, take, took me for different countries, places, uh, with different people. Uh, I started in my early days uh, getting close to the medicine plants. Uh, 
and one thing take to the other, you know, so I start uh, meeting uh, people that invite me to other places to meet a different people and uh, I have the chance to spend time with an elder that I recognize him as my mentor, I learned with him and uh, in some way they haven't had the confidence uh, with me in the way that I can continue with this tradition of the path of the medicine or what is called the red path also starting with the sweat loss and sharing the sweat loss with the family, with the people and then medicine plants and sometimes we don't even have a clue we're going to walk but uh, I knew since I was young that my steps were taking me somewhere and now that I am here in this beautiful place I felt that my steps uh, uh, brought me here and that I am arrived to that place and now we are building this uh, sanctuary uh, to share these uh, traditions with those who feel the call to come with us. Is there any way to best describe your what you're doing, your profession? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I have two degrees, you know, in uh, university, and this is a longest uh, of those, you know. Well, this. Is Will be the third one. <laughs> <laughs> What so, are your initial degrees? Uh, I studied administration when I was young. My father was asking me to do something with my life, so <laughs> I studied uh, well administration and marketing. And then I decided to move from my uh, the city where I grew up. I went to the coast there in Mexico, so I decided to study marine biology as well, just because I was interested in to do it. And uh, but in that time, since that time, I, I started uh, in the path of the medicine already. So at this point, I feel that, uh, well, I'm mixing every, all my, the knowledge I have been received, but uh, I'm walking in this path of the medicine or the tradition of the medicine. So the way to describe it is, uh, well, for me, it's, it's not a profession, it's a way of life. You know, we live here and surrounded in this beautiful nature. And um, what we are doing is to share this way of life that is uh, to have gratitude for this life, for this chance, to have gratitude for the elements, you know, the water, the air that feeds us and the air that we breathe and uh, the sun, the light, the energy that we receive from from this uh, sun, you know, from and uh, it's just to recognize that and it's uh, different ways to transmit this to Uh, the people that comes, you know, it's different practices, different uh, uh, disciplines that we are sharing. So in general is that we are uh, sharing and transmitting the tradition that is said uh, that is the original tradition of the earth.
Beautiful. Yeah, I've been receiving a lot of those teachings mm -hmm. here, and I'm very grateful to have had the chance to to spend time with you here. Mm -hmm. You said before you're building a sanctuary. What um, what is the main difference for you between building a retreat center in the classical sense, and why do you feel like it's uh, it's rather a spiritual sanctuary? As we were feeling, uh, well, first we are not calling this like a retreat center, even when you can come to do retreats, uh, but uh, it's not the main purpose of this place. In fact, the retreats is uh, the first uh, approach that the people can have to the medicine plants. We recognize or we're calling this place a sanctuary because we are taking care of the nature here. Um, because we are growing the medicine plants here. So we want the protection of these plants. And, um, and well, uh, you can see the place is so rich of uh, nature. So we want to keep it as much possible as it is, just uh, adapting uh, the place uh, in the way that we can live here with the comfortabilities as uh, humans we need, you know. But uh, uh, we are declaring this uh, sacred place and that, uh, in fact, the place is sacred <laughs> as it is, you know. But uh, uh, he said that sacredness depends on the perception of who see it you know so we are declaring this place as a sacred place because we are sharing uh, this tradition through rituals and ceremonies so we want the protection of the place at itself and we want to, the protection of what we are doing here so that's why uh, we call this place a sanctuary the people can come here and feel the p peace of the place and also can receive this uh, experience that we are sharing with the people here, you know, in the way that the people can feel reconnect with what is the nature of the place. Mm -hmm. Yeah, you were already speaking about the medicine work and the plant medicines. And I feel like there's a growing interest in working with these plants. Um, or maybe a little bit of hope that we're going through like another um, psychedelic renaissance like we already had back in the 70s. But I feel like there's still a lot of stigma around mm -hmm. this topic. So um, maybe you can talk a little bit about what happens in a ceremony or just share your experience of how we could take that fear away from people because there's a lot of I think misleading information out there. Yeah, yeah. Well, uh, is this what you were mentioned that our future is ancient, right? So uh, we are not discovering nothing new. Is not uh, this relationship with the plant medicine is not uh, that is happening a few years ago or from the seventies. This is the way our ancestors used to uh, being 
connection with uh, wholeness, you know. So, in some way, what is called as uh, psychedelics is uh, the way how we can expand our consciousness and uh, how we can recognize that we are part of of the wholeness, you know. So, so what we are doing is like taking and lifting these ancient traditions and in some way presented it in the way that the people in this time can receive it well, you know. I know there there is many ways and I respect all of them. But I mean, we want to present these uh, ways that can be easily to understand to people that come from the cities or what is called the western world you know so there's people that uh, they say well it's like cultural appropriation (laughs) i don't feel that uh, something like that exists because we are all belong to this earth so we are the original ones even when we are mestizos or mixed blood uh, we uh, it's our right to take uh, what belongs to this earth because we belong to this earth as well so uh, what happened in a ceremony is that we take these plants uh, in a ritualistic way with respect, you know, um, the rituals uh, is like a container to take this plant, so we do it with a purpose, it's not just to have a psychedelic journey because it's not the real purpose of these plants, you know. Uh, we use these plants as a tool to access to a higher state of consciousness, to reconnect with ourselves, with our self-love and the love around us and to clarify our mind and in the way that we can uh, take the best decisions for our life and the best decision for everyone around us so we want to be responsible of our steps over this earth so it's not that we take this plant uh, some the misinformation is that, that some people think that these plants are like drugs, you know. But the thing is that there has been this misinformation because, well, since a while ago, let's say since the conquerors arrived to these lands, uh, they saw that there was uh, the best way to control the masses was... Uh, through well religion and all these things so if the people c- continue taking these plants that help to free their minds uh, was not uh, convenient for them you know so that way the the ones that was uh, uh, trying to get, get the direction of the masses uh, they decide to call to these plants as uh, illegal or as a drug. So the, but the thing is that they didn't understand it, you know, or maybe they understand that that's why they prefer to 
to uh, ban the use of these plants. But uh, I think in this time, it's important that the people can take back their freedom. And I'm not uh, saying that everyone has to take of these plants, you know. I know that there's many ways, many paths. Uh, we can uh, lift or open our consciousness through meditation, through different practices. But this is the one that we decide uh, and that we feel uh, familiar, that is the way that our ancestors uh, pass on to us and, and it's the way how we de decide to do it. So as my elder says, we want to do it uh, in peace and with dignity because we don't want that nobody says that uh, what we are doing is wrong or is bad or that we are just getting high or whatever because the way how we use these plants is to be in consciousness, not non consciousness, not for other reason. And what do you feel are the main benefits for someone working with the plants? Because you already said it doesn't have to be the path for everyone. Mm -hmm. But for those who feel called onto this path, like what is for you the main takeaway that you can get? Well, the benefit uh, these plants can bring to those who uh, approach to these plants is, uh, well, uh, higher state of consciousness, it can even heal physical uh, illness, it can help to clarify our minds in the way that we can see clearly what we are doing with our lives, so that helps to take uh, good decisions. And there's many scientific studies now to these plants that they can help to get uh, rid of depression, anxiety, uh, and different traumas from childhood and those things, you know. So now it looks that even the science is interesting to study these plants because of the benefits that they are bringing to people because now it's like a wave uh, that many people is uh, interested in to take these plants or, or at least to have an experience. You know? So I feel that is uh, happening because it's what is needed in this time. The, we are uh, now more people is talking about the awakening. So as we said, we can uh, access to a higher state of consciousness through meditation, but uh, it can take your whole life or a long time of your life in the way that you can have a blissful moment of consciousness uh, through meditation. So with the plant medicines, I believe or I know that is we can access uh, to a higher state of consciousness uh, faster. But it's not uh, that we take uh, medicine and, and that's it. Uh, it's a practice. That's why we call this as a path. Is not just an experience. That way, getting back to the what you asked me. That's why we are not uh, calling this place as a retreat center. We are calling this a sanctuary because 
what we are doing is calling back the family that want to join us in this uh, process. Like you also saying the ceremony, you come here and you receive the medicine of the family. Mm -hmm. More than just, you know, coming here to sit in ceremony. Obviously, that's a huge part of the work. But um, yeah, it's just this feeling of being part of this bigger family, which I think is very healing mm -hmm. in so many ways. Um, did you have um, ever have people that still came to set with you in ceremony, but they were still skeptical about it in the beginning? And um, mm -hmm. what do you tell those people? Yeah, I'm, I am the first one, you know, I am the first skeptical one. <laughs> As I tell you, in some way I have a the scientific mind as well, you know, that I question everything. So that's why also I'm where I am now, because I have been a seeker, you know, trying to find answers in my own path, you know, no, not trying to find the answers for of life, but at least uh, answers for, that helped me to solve uh, my own situation and through the medicines uh, I have been found this uh, a lot of these answers so I recognize that I became into a finder you know so um, as I said in the to the people uh, I'm not trying to convince anyone I prefer that each one find out by themselves if they are skeptic, uh, the only way to change the mind or to the only way to understand something uh, is to have the experience so that's why i say well i can say many things uh, but whatever said is it doesn't matter it depends on the experience of each one so that's why i if someone is skeptic, uh, it's fine you know i respect that but uh, uh I respect those who has been go beyond their own limits to have the experience. So if somebody is going to tell me you are taking these plants only because you want to get high uh, and they have not tried it yet, so it's not going to. It, it doesn't matter to me, you know. But if someone comes with me and we drink the medicine together. And they say, well, nothing happens or whatever uh, is different, you know. If they haven't had the experience, uh, we can discuss about it. But uh, without the experience, there's no nothing to say, you know. I find it interesting what you just said, that um, it helped you on your personal path. Because sometimes I feel like um, we can forget that you also, it was quite a long path for uh -huh. you to get where you are today uh -huh. maybe if you want to say something about it is there anything like major limiting belief or challenge that you had to overcome in the beginning of your path mm, yeah well the biggest challenge uh, i think for me and for anyone is the mind you know so is what the medicine do they bring out all those uh, thoughts that sometimes is uh, limiting ourselves 
or condition ourselves or even uh, sabotage ourselves, you know. So I think the hardest uh, challenge is our own minds. And for sure, yeah, I haven't crossed through uh, many challenges of my own mind, the limits that I set up to myself. And But uh, uh, I think uh, I know what the medicine helps us is to learn more about ourselves in the way that we can really change our own minds and uh, to expand our boundaries and our limits in our minds in the way that we can explore more and more who we are you know and and uh, and well yeah it uh, gives us the chance and even the inspiration to keep going because well knowing that there's no limits for the mind or there's no limits to the consciousness where we can uh, keep growing in that aspect you know did you have anyone who in your own family or in your inner circle who was critical in the beginning of what you were doing or what path you were getting on well yeah mm, my family never criticized me they were wondering what i was doing you know but i think they they were open also to the decisions i took for my own life. My father always taught me to uh, to be free. He told me I'm uh, giving you your freedom in the way that you can decide your own steps, you know. But uh, outside of my closest family, yeah, there's people that they don't understand. Even some of my closest friends, they, I was inviting them and they said, no, no, I... You do it and then you let me know how it, it is, you know. And at this point, uh, well, a while ago I understand that I don't have to convince no one or change their minds, you know. What I have to do is to change my own mind. And through my actions, uh, maybe I can inspire because uh, it's not that I want to change everyone to do what I'm doing uh, This is good for me, and the only thing that I do is to share it with those who resonate on what I'm doing that is not mine, you know. As I told you, this comes from our ancestors, so there's people that uh, feel like they called or they resonate with all this, so, so I respect the, the decision of each one, but... Uh, It's the same that I ask, you know, I ask for respect for the decisions that I'm taking for my own life, yeah. A big part of the ceremony is um, the prayers. Mm -hmm. And I noticed it in myself that in the beginning I was doing it, but maybe not fully believing in it till the end. And I think that has to do with like a religious upbringing that I didn't chose. Mm -hmm. So maybe you can talk about the importance of prayer and what it means within the ceremony. Mm -hmm. Well, yeah, there's a, a taboo, you know, about what is to pray. Uh, it's not that we pray in a particular way or there's a particular way to do it. 
for me, praying is just to communicate to uh, the spirit, even uh, to myself, you know, to remind to myself the, uh, or to my divine self that I'm needing help or that I'm looking for something. Or let's say that it's also as simple as the attraction law, you know. I'm calling for what I'm needing. I'm calling for what do I want. Or I'm reinforming my, myself. Uh, where do I want to take uh, my steps, you know. But if we give the chance uh, that there's something beyond us, uh, well, I'm uh, sending my voice to whoever can hear me, you know. But if, uh, if there's something beyond like a highest uh, consciousness uh, or a, a great spirit or great mystery, because we really... Uh, don't have the certainty about it i'm calling to my higher self to uh, take me where i want to be you know so it's a communication you say that everything in the universe is uh, in a binary code you know so if i send a question for sure i'm going to receive an answer in some or other way so a prayer is this communication okay i'm praying for peace so uh, I'm uh, reprogramming myself that this is a step that I want to take the everything that is in the middle is taking me to that purpose to peace you know so communication the because we don't want that the prayers just be words you know we want that this communication be transformed into actions you know so for me, a prayer is that uh, recognizing that is something beyond myself, that it can be my higher self, you know. If we don't want to go to uh, a discussion about, uh, you know, a higher entity like God or whatever, you know, the great, or we can call it the great spirit. But at least to recognize in myself this higher being, you know, and I'm calling the attention to that uh, higher self that is myself as well. I feel like even if people wouldn't want to take medicine with you, coming here, just being and being in the ceremonial space and mm -hmm. listening to these prayers, that alone would be a lot of healing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think uh, that can happen in any place, in any moment. It's just to reconnect to that uh, higher being, you know, of our higher self. Give us a chance, uh, you know, to uh, stop a little bit and breathe and look around where we are standing, you know. So, the, as I said already, the medicine is a tool. But at the end, the uh, ones that are doing the connection is each one of us you know and, and yeah in some way a ceremony or a ritual uh, put us in this mood of attention in this uh, uh, mood of uh, sacredness you know so that helps uh, and the medicine is like a boost 
the experience, yeah. I feel like coming or having lived in the city now for a long time, mm -hmm. there is still kind of like a taboo around the world, the word or um, admitting to your outer circle that you are on some spiritual path. I feel mm -hmm. like it's almost like you have to come out of the closet <laughs> spiritually. <Yeah. laughs> For me, definitely, that was a process of like, I don't know, admitting it to myself, to everyone around me. And I, I wonder if you can speak like what this spiritual, like spirituality, what it means to you and um, maybe what the difference is to like religion as we know it. Mm -hmm. Well, uh, it's a process, yeah, but I think that it is happening globally, you know. I think that through generations we have been getting disconnected and even that uh, uh, many people is getting back or is searching for this connection again, you know. Uh, for me, it was a process to. Well, I come from a family that is uh, Catholic, but I never was, uh, when I was growing up, I never was pushed to this. But then I understand that uh, what is uh, uh, the hard part to accept is more like the institution, you know? of the spirit that is the human mind that uh, corrupts what is the spirituality. So uh, I feel that the spirituality is just this connection and recognition of the sacredness of breath, the sacredness of water, the sacredness of every action that we take, you know. So. Yeah, there's a lot of criticism or maybe less each time because more people is awakening to this spirituality. But uh, but the, when the people criticize it's because they are afraid to accept that they belong to this, you know. But once we cross this line, uh, we realize that all the time we have been in uh, in this connection but we were distracted in our minds so as we said in ceremonies the first step of healing is acceptance so i accept that i am a sacred being you know i accept that everything around of me is sacred you know so so that uh, uh is nothing that we can hide you know but we pretend that maybe we are not uh, part or of all this uh, what we call creation but uh, impossible you know, impossible to say that so uh, it's just uh, one step that uh, to take uh, in the direction of acceptance that we are part of the wholeness and you can call it as you wish and you can do it as you wish. It doesn't have to be through medicines. It can, it's just to look around uh, the beauty of creation and, and realize that it's a blessing to be alive. You know? So 
to put attention is to our, the self-love and understanding that in the love that we have to ourselves is the love of everything around so that uh, leads us to the compassion so in the compassion we understand that each one is in the moment that we need to be because we are growing you know so So I think is that you know but obviously uh having the consciousness of all this you know there's moments that could be difficult and hard and sometimes we forget these details but uh love and compassion is uh, I think what is going to uh help us to give the next steps to a higher state of consciousness. <laughs> Gracias, Pia. Gracias, Salvador. Mm-hmm. Um, I feel like I could speak to you for <laughs> hours, days, and um, <laughs> I highly recommend anyone who has the chance to make a trip here to Ecuador to come and spend time with the family at Hialeema and speak to Salvador himself because you have a lot of beautiful stories to share. <laughs> Gracias, Pia. I'm so glad so. you're here. And, and, uh, and maybe if you want to share anything about the place or how people can find you. Yeah, well, uh, the we are building this place, uh, inviting to those who feel it, uh, those who resonate with these ways. We are here in Ecuador, uh, two hours from Quito. It's a place called Mindo in the mountain. We declare this space as a Yulima spiritual center. Uh, and uh, What does Hayulima mean? Yulima means the uh, spirit of the earth that is the drop of mist in the morning. So these drops of mist uh, make everything grow. That is why it's the spirit of the earth. Uh, what, the spirit that brings life to everything that is over the earth is a Wirrarica word. Uh, and yeah, 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 you can find us in the social media. You know? <laughs> <laughs> and that's it. Uh, hopefully, we have the chance to meet. Uh, and if we don't meet uh, physically, we know that we exist and we are the ones that are giving the direction to this reality. So let's do it. As best we can. Exactly. <laughs> Thank you so much, Salvador. Gracias, Fia. Thank you so, so much for listening into my conversation with Salvador. I hope you loved listening to him as much as I do, and this has touched a place in your heart. If you're ever thinking about visiting South America and working with plant medicine in a safe way, I cannot recommend anyone more trustworthy and loving than Salvador and the whole Hayulima family. 
They are my family and definitely one of the reasons why I will be going back to Ecuador for the rest of my life. So make sure to check out their website, hayulima.com. We will also post this in the show notes. And yeah, check for their 2022 retreats, which are already up there. Or reach out to us if you would like to stay connected and find out about our retreats and events we are organizing around Europe. You can find our work under www.ourfuturesancient.com or follow our Instagram account at ourfuturesancient. And we would love to connect with you and see you all very soon. Thank you so much. <laughs>